Interesting. Thanks to that dickhead, we gotta get up and go to work every day. Exactly. We could have fucking been living in bliss in in, in the ocean. Guys, we're back. We're back. What's up, guys? We're back. How's it going? It's going pretty good. So we're here to talk about reality TV today. How annoyed I am with fucking shows like Finding Bigfoot. Finding Bigfoot. Okay. The reason being is because they never fucking find him. Why? Like if they found him, it would be found Bigfoot show fucking canceled. <laughs> Season finale. Season. We finale. found Bigfoot. And so that's why they never find anything. I don't think they would make money out of that. That's precisely. Why. That's why. And and some of these other shows, they just fucking lead you along. And it's obvious they're not interested in finding anything because then the show would be fucking canceled. Clickbait. How, how, click how likely do you think they are to finding Bigfoot? I mean, they probably fucking probably have them working in the fucking CIA somewhere. I mean, <laughs> you know. What do you think Bigfoot is, though? Like, ah, so yeah, we can circle back to aliens because there's this interesting theory out there. Like, everybody's probably heard of evolution and, and, and the opposite creationism, right? So, so there's yeah. two prevailing theories on the origins of humanity one would be that we we're created by a creator god you know creationism yeah. and then evolution where we just sort of evolved from sea urchins or fucking plankton i saw that theory of us being like coming from a fish right it was exactly. like it'll flop out like the water and then, like, if eventually they start dying so many times from flopping out the water, they started growing legs and this and that. Precisely. But I don't, I don't know how accurate. Be that interesting. Would be. Thanks That'd to be that dickhead, we gotta get up and go to work every day. Exactly. We could have fucking no, been yeah. living in bliss in, in, in the ocean. That would be so cool. Though we'd be avoiding great white sharks, I guess, <laughs> unless we were a great white shark with hot mermaids. <laughs> Well, I mean, they're human, so... Oh, okay, yeah, well, that's true. They're yeah, hot right. fish. Well, they might be some kind of a hybrid. But, so that, that kind of leads to this other theory called intervention theory, that an intelligent species of, say, extraterrestrial came to this planet and there were upright walking hominids, right. such as Bigfoot, which is like an upright walking primate, and then they merged their DNA with ours and created human beings. Okay. Or merged their DNA with this this upright walking primate and then created homo sapiens and they might have done the same thing to create mermaids who knows like what? merged their dna with fish and created mermaids it's like, and it's or horses and created centaurs centaurs okay. so these things well, all could exist about that fish thing <laughs> so bigfoot would what would bigfoot be though like bigfoot a human and a fish? <laughs> No, <laughs> no. A, fish. <laughs> a fish, a fish foot. <laughs> no, um, what would Bigfoot be? Big, big fish. Just a big, a big fish. fish. A big fish. <laughs> yeah, like, no, swordfish. Swordfish, right. So, like, what were you question? <laughs> I was, I was going to ask, like, what would Bigfoot be? Like, if, if he's a thing. If he's real, if he's real, is he's not a human, right? Is, so, so where did he come from? He, yeah, where, where did the aliens come from that created us? So yeah. that that's sort of this idea. That where the fuck is he? And like, who created them? Yeah, 
And so that's kind of the question, like this merging of, of evolution and creationism. So there is such a thing as evolution. Things do evolve, but also things are created. I mean, and so like, so we might have been created from like aliens and Bigfoot or whatever. And then, but I guess the larger question is who created them? Yeah, that, that, that's... So that, that really That's opens where up the, the whole fucking creation begins, theory. Like, where did they where come did, from? Right. Like, so there is us. a, basically then, there is a creator God that creates things that then have the wherewithal to create other things. Like, we at, we are at that point now where we can create life forms. Okay. Through That's genetic true. manipulation. Right. So in a sense, we, we've become like, you know, godlike in that sense where we're creating things. So if we really want... So if, if it's, it is quite conceivable that we are the result of some kind of an experimentation. Like yeah. Right. So if we really wanted to, we could create Bigfoot. We could. We could. Yeah, we could, we could turn around and then, and then create aliens that then create, merge with an, another Bigfoot and, and, and then sort of, you know, propagate this whole pattern and create new life forms and things like that so mm -hmm. it's like this never-ending sequence of creation and evolution that is crazy and so like but where did it all start and, and who who is who is what is the creator creative force or creator god right big for what okay so <laughs> no go 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 go, go. <laughs> Hmm. So you think Bigfoot is real? I do. Yeah, I do. And is do you think he's wandering around the world or like in the forest, like they like, say, like in first class, like flying first first class, and right? Wandering around the world. He's probably one like between one of us. Well, apparently every every culture has its version of that, right? Like, so, yeah. And not all of them are big. You know, they're not all seven feet tall. Some are like about our size. Right. And so that was five nine. The theory, yeah, five ten ish. You know, just wild primate, like sort of human looking, like upright walking primates that are sort of human esque, but but not quite primate, not quite like apes, you know, or, or chimpanzees, yeah. but upright walking. And and um, there are stories about them in in, in, in every culture. And some of them, I mean, as, as human beings arrived on the scene, would interact with these things. As, Such as, as we the enjoy. Yeti. Right, the Yeti. And, the Yeti is, and is the Yeti like the snow version of Bigfoot? Big yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. It's like the and there's snow others. There's something. tons of them. In, in, in culturally, if you look at some of the, uh, there's, there's references to these, these wild men, they call them, in every culture. Mm -hmm. And then they would interact with human beings, too. As, as, you know, theoretically, we're still interacting with them when people spot Bigfoot or whatever. And so this, but the, 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 the legends or the myths go back to this, this idea of this, this intelligent species coming here and fucking with our DNA or their DNA and with their yeah. DNA and creating us. So and we're, we're doing the same fucking thing now. So. so we're basically a product of Bigfoot. We could say that, yeah. We're... By There's a lot of theories about Bigfoot, I guess. We're glass half Bigfoot. There's a lot of people that dedicate have their entire Bigfoot. life to doing Bigfoot spottings and sightings right. and whatnot. Just like aliens. And so it's just kind of interesting because it's this merging of the two two phenomenons. Yeah. And some people believe it's an interdimensional creature. True. And like 
extraterrestrials aren't extraterrestrial per se, but extra dimensional. Okay. And so that's sort of the same idea that there's this, there are these other dimensions they slip in and out of. And that goes back to our <clears throat> talk from last week about psychedelics, about yeah. like the dimensions and. Yes, that they're kind of a, they're a tool, and again, ancient cultures use them as a gateway. As a gateway to. To these other dimensions and to other higher states of consciousness. And ironically, you know, you, like people on these experiences do interact with like extraterrestrial yeah. type entities and things like that. So it is possible, yeah, that this is an extra dimensional phenomenon. Wasn't that like part of the Montauk project? I, you know, that that's that's an interesting one too. That Montauk projects, yeah, yeah that was pretty. It's quite um, pretty diverse, right? There was right. a lot of things they were doing, and that was. Um, Again, MK Ultra, I believe, which was yeah. a CIA yeah. program where they were there doing experiments, and yeah, some of it was this like, interdimensional stuff. They had this device or something; they were able to access other dimensions. I feel like we're gonna get and they out. and things came through like that monster, Montauk monster. Yeah, right? kind of like just slipped through. I mean, it's kind of what um, Stranger Stranger Things, things is based, based on, on that. Things, yeah. yeah, exactly. And if that slipped through, and, and it's it was on the base or something for a while, and then there was this fucking I saw this picture of they had a picture of this thing. Apparently, it was this thing. The, yeah, it looked the like a, kind of like, like a dog looking, or it was like almost Bigfoot looking. It was this kind of yeah. big hairy looking thing, and then mm -hmm. it just disappeared after a few hours or something. So and it's wandering. Well, it was just wandering did, around. Did the, it disappear the, as the in it, like? Went to another dimension. Possibly, so or people believe that they have the, the ability one. to move from dimension to dimension. Like it could be like, like they they have this ability to perceive the fourth and fifth and sixth dimension, and they can mm -hmm. move between realities versus mm -hmm. us humans that we can only perceive the third dimension. So yeah, that's a big unless you're on DMT. They, unless you're on DMT, oh, then you what what does DMT? <laughs> What is it? What does it do? What, what is it? Do that is a good question. For like dimension wise, I guess. That's a good it's question. I mean, it's funny. it's a very unique psychedelic. We talked about last time in that it's most traditional psychedelics, in a sense, just altered perception of this consensus reality that we live in, right? Yeah. So you could argue maybe that you're just seeing more of what's already there. Like our brains tend to filter out. What needs to be filtered out so we can negotiate or navigate this reality we're in so we don't kill ourselves, right? So we can see more of this reality by taking, say, LSD or psilocybin or something like that, or mescaline. And the things that you see aren't necessarily hallucinations, rather, you're just seeing more of what's already there. Right. Now, something like DMT, apparently, is actually a way to access an, an orthogonal reality that exists beside this one. So it's Okay. It's actually, you could say, another dimension or, or another reality, a separate reality that we normally don't see because our brains are filtering it out. But this particular compound or substance allows you to access, and in a sense, the parts of your brain that build this reality for us, rebuild, it breaks in and rebuilds a brand new reality that exists. We just don't okay. normally access it. And so DMT is allowing you to access a, an entirely separate reality. So basically, it's unlike completely alien to this one part of the expression, it's 
not anything like this reality, but it is a reality nevertheless. It, it, it is a reality that exists, and and you have access to it for a brief moment. Yeah. Do you How think... long does it take? Like, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, do you think like if we can open our third eye, which is essentially our pineal gland, like if we can get the most out of it, do you well, think we can have powers as such as like physically or you know, mentally accessing other dimensions? Well, that's sort of, the, I mean, there is a, a program right now, I believe there, it might be in England or, or um, possibly in Japan, I can't remember which there's a, a researcher who's doing, and he's working with that um, physician that's here. He was a UNM uh, researcher, I believe it was, um, um, what's his name? I forget his name, but he did the DMT studies back in the 90s. Okay. And he is somewhat affiliated with this guy who's from the UK, who's living in Japan, and he's they're working on these long-term DMT studies where they're going to have people through intravenous administration under the influence of DMT for hours, so leaving the state for 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 an extended period of time because it's normally a very very brief experience, like fifteen minutes or whatever. Yeah, and so. And people are unable to, you know, just as you're getting your bearings in this new reality, you know, trying to make sense of it, you're back. Okay, so like you're out of that experience. So if they could keep you there for a half hour or an hour or three hours or whatever, you have more. The, the idea is different to, stuff. that people would acclimate and then start to be able to explore and interact with the intelligence there and try to figure out what it is that they're trying to tell them or, or just, just, you know, observing the landscape and trying to make sense Sounds of like it. the movie Avatar. Kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. This idea of just having an extended stay in, in, an, in another reality would be, I mean, it's disorienting. Disorienting as fuck, right? Because, and for 15 minutes, you know, you're just, it's not enough time to get settled in. So. It's, it's just so, so, so um, astonishing. Right. So you're saying, like, with DMT... So what they're doing, yeah, they really think that this is an alien intelligence, like this is another reality. And an alien intelligence in so much as that it's just not of this realm. Mm -hmm. and, and so it's something that needs to be explored, like you would explore a new world, right? Right. Yeah. And, and you need time. You need, you need an extended period of time to be in that space in order to make sense of it to, and, and to sort of map it. Yeah, because like you said, there. fifteen minutes is not it's enough not to enough time. just like pop in and then and pop back out. Realize and try to like make what sense the hell of something is going on completely there. different than anything you have ever experienced. That's crazy because it's a different reality, right? It's 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 a different construct. It's not to it's say it's any less valid, and that's the thing: is it, is it an hallucination or is this an actual other reality that's just so different than ours that it's utterly confusing? Mm -hmm. Because it seems to be like everybody has a similar experience, and there are intelligences, like entities, that try to communicate with you. And it's worth, you know, exploration to figure out well, what is this? What are we interfacing with? And so that's what they're they're working on on these 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 programs for extended stays. And so who's to say? I mean, what they've what they're able to come up with at this point, but. It's something ongoing or, or in its infancy at this point. 
Right. Yeah. So that's interesting. I mean, but th that's just an example of how this particular substance is different than the more yeah, classical yeah. ones, which is they're interesting nevertheless because you're seeing more theoretically seeing more of this reality, which is kind of cool. That is it's, it's, at least from from a perspective point of view, like there's more to more than meets the eye, right? Right. There's more to this world than what you see, what you eat, you know, you know what you do on a daily basis. There's more out there. Mm -hmm. and, and and I think that's important for human beings is we, we need to evolve. Our consciousness needs to I mean, everything else, you think about how technology's evolved, right? Yeah. <clears throat> the world that's is true. changing. But human beings really haven't changed very much themselves. Yeah. Our consciousness is still very fucking primitive. Right? And, and so our that evolution needs to kind evolve. of stopped. You know? Yeah, our consciousness. That's consciousness true because... Before us, our evolution got to a point where we are at right now, mm -hmm. and we have not evolved into yeah. anything different. I mean, consciousness We're is everything because same. that's what we essentially are. When you are not in this body anymore, what are you? Your consciousness, right? So, mm -hmm. your yeah, soul, your spirit, our body tapped out, and it's time to and evolve. And it's somewhat self-limiting when we step into these these hairy bags of water that we walk around in, right? <clears throat> we're, we're, we're looking through a filter. Right. And so these technologies allow us greater access to not only our consensus reality, there's more, you know, accessing more of it. Yeah. And therefore um, evolving our consciousness, but, you know, possibly other other realities as well. So how would interesting. You, how would you tie that to the loony theory of the matrix? I mean that's a, that's a metaphor, right? I think they were onto something with the matrix, right? Because that's the consensus. Simulation. Consensus reality is basically a simulation, like and it is. And it's basically the part of your brain that's responsible for that is something called the thalamocortical loops or thalamocortical columns. It's a part of your brain that builds this reality. I mean, it is a simulation, so it's constructing all of the things that we see and feel. So texture. Depth perception, color, all of that is built in that part of the brain. Yeah. And everything else is filtered out. Like the eyes, what's coming into your eyes, right? What's it's coming in, what you, into what your brain. That's is, true. Is, 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 there's a lot of a lot of more information coming in to your, to, to all of your, your inter, interfaces, right? Yeah. To your eyes, your ears, your nose, when you smell something. All that, there's a lot more information that you're taking in on, 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 on any given moment. But the brain's building a constrained version of that, and that's what you see, and what you hear, and what you smell, and what you taste. And it really does because it's constrained. Your eye flips everything for you. Technically, you it see flips. everything is upside down, it's so upside you see down. everything upside down, and your eye flips it. Flips it, you. right? So it's the thalamocortical loops that are doing that, and that's constructing your reality, and that's. Fine, I guess, again, because we've created a world in which we need to navigate without fucking dying. Right? Mm -hmm. um, we need to be able to so you're discern me. colors and textures and flavors, you know, in terms of like what we eat. What we, you know, just, just walking through a space, you know, so you don't walk off a cliff or whatever, walk out in front of a car. But there's more to this electromagnetic spectrum than what we see here, right? What we smell and taste and touch way more and so consciousness 
needs to evolve to see more, to, 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 to feel more. So we I think that's what we're doing. is different. That's the idea. I mean, that's, that's, I think all the, the, the ancient traditions too, were, were, were centered around that. Mm -hmm. Think about it again. These technologies are very old. They're nothing new. Cultures right. have had them and they've been using them for this, for this reason, for this purpose. But it sort of fell out of use, I think, in part, you know, because of, in part because of religions, you know, they, they've decided, I think, you know, not, not to knock religion per se, because there's lots of value in, in religious and religious societies and, and culture, because it creates a, a set of standards standards by which to live by, right? Yeah. Which are usually very positive. I mean, there's problems there, of course. But, um. But I think, like, a lot of, in, in particular, the Judeo-Christian religions, as they encountered these technologies in antiquity and in, 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 um, in the past, they didn't understand them. And they, they demonized them. A good them. example yeah, of the Spanish true, when they came to the New World and, and, and discovered the indigenous Mexicans were using peyote and... And, and psilocybin, they looked upon that as something that was bad, and so they right. prohibited it. She's rather than to embrace and to understand how this might help them to have a deeper religious experience, which actually That's they're true. doing now. Like the, there was a, an interesting experiment many years ago called the Good Friday experiment, and so they took Christians. I believe they were they might have there could have been Judeo Christian practitioners. Of, uh, Judaism and Christianity, and, and they gave them psilocybin and basically asked them to just relate their experiences. And all of them had very deeply religious experiences that got them closer to their understanding of their God, like whether it was Jesus or Muhammad or, or, or whatever, the God of Abraham. And they had a, a, deep, a deeply enriched experience um, as a result of having taken psilocybin. Right. So it wasn't something okay. that wasn't evil or it wasn't um, something that they, you know, it wasn't disorienting or, or, or confusing them, rather it just put them more in touch with their version of their creator or, mm -hmm. or, or more deeply in touch with it, with their God. And so, I mean, that I think really, again, is the idea. These technologies allow you to interface with your spirituality. And again, that's that's what I think religion exists for, really, is for us to evolve as human beings into something a little more, a little less banal, a little less primitive. Yeah. So, <clears throat> apart from that, what do you think about, like, the reincarnation? Yeah, that's, again, it's definitely... Some world religions extol those yeah. values, those virtues that you know we live before, or we're living now, we'll live again. Yeah, so in the sense where we cycle. I saw a really interesting video <clears throat> the other day where it, it was about reincarnation, and the guy was explaining how, like, his theory, his idea was that let's say you're born and then you die. Mm -hmm. And then you would reincarnate in the same world. So everyone in the world is basically you in a different form. 
Like, I, I'm not sure if that made sense, but... Well, well it makes sense. Yeah, there's just, different... Like, you're, you're just recycling yourself right. in that same world, and let's say a random stranger you see on the street is a version of yourself yeah. way before. A really good example, there was a movie years ago called Little Buddha, which was a really good... Little Buddha. Little good, it was a very good film, and there was a... One of the monks, uh, he was a Buddhist monk, obviously, was mm -hmm. talking about trying to explain how reincarnation worked. Because the story was about this kid, these two kids that were supposedly the reincarnation of a, of, a, of a lama. And they were trying to determine whether, in fact, this lama had reincarnated into one or the other, or possibly both. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, look, you know, we're in a vessel, right? And so, like a cup holds water or tea or whatever, you know. Yeah. You break the vessel, what happens to the liquid? It goes everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. Some of the liquid runs off the table and goes onto the floor and gets absorbed by the cracks in the wood. Others stay there in a puddle. And, and basically what happens is the water finds a new vessel. And the water can find a couple of different vessels. That same glass of water can then migrate and in, in, into different. several different vessels. Yes, yeah, it will go everywhere. And so that soul can become not necessarily another singular individual, but rather individuals. And oh, that's pretty so much it's what the possible, like, like they determined that these two people were the reincarnation of this particular yeah. moment. And that's pretty much what the collective consciousness would And that's be. the collective consciousness, that's right. True. So we're all basically, yeah, recycled parts of the same source. Interesting. And that when you know we're this, when we leave this vessel, yeah, we can find a new one or new ones potentially. And that's where religious theories of your soul. Yeah, and so whether we occupy a, a, a space, you know, apart from this world, and you say heaven or what or whatever, another realm. Mm -hmm. Maybe all of you goes there, or a part of you, or a part of you comes back here, or goes somewhere else, goes to into another vessel whatever that vessel may be. And so I think you could have, you know, you can reconcile reincarnation with the concept of heaven as well. I mean, it's, why can't you have both? Why can't, like, like for example, why can't we have, say, like, we be the, the, the result of, some kind of an intervention, like human beings are, are the result of some kind of genetic experiment, and also have a creator God that created those people that created us. So right. it doesn't invalidate anything. It's just, I think it creates a larger picture of the creation myth, where the creation story just becomes larger, just mm -hmm. yeah. becomes more, 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 more complex. You know, you can have all that. At the same time, you can have heavens and hells, and you can have reincarnation. You can have multiple incarnations. You can have aliens and Bigfoots and all this kind of shit and experiments and mermaids, unicorns, yeah. centaurs, mermaids. or whatever. Even like like a cheetah. It's a weird creation. It's like part cat, part dog. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's that's not. True. It's a like how the hell I didn't did they, know, I didn't they know that. From? They have a dog's body and a cat's head. So like, it's, and they they have like they act like a cat. Yeah, it's a cat's head, and it's basically like like a greyhound's body. A greyhound's body, yeah. Even the paws. Paws, yeah. They're dogs. They don't have claws. That is very crazy.
There's a lot of... And so, like, where did that come from? I mean, yes, something created it. Something with a sense of humor. Something with a sense of humor. Or, yeah, and intelligence. Like, But they, in all the creation myths, they have these crazy animals. You I mean, know, these hybrid animals. Platypuses. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff yeah, like that. Platypuses it's are like, nice. They're cool. Well, somebody had a sense of humor. And just all the life on this planet is so varied and diverse and so strange. Some of it's just whacked out. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a platypus. A beaver and a duck with a hint of venom. Because <laughs> they are venomous. Dead, they're dead. Yeah. Are they deadly? They're they I don't know that they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They have toxins that can potentially harm you. Like, and so it's just you, wild. And, and even that. like species of, of food and grains and things have some of these um, types of foods that we eat have sort of evolved in a way that it would have taken a lot longer for it to become what it is without some kind of intervention, like wheat, some types of like wheat. Compared yeah, to some of the ancient versions, I mean, it's just like all of a sudden it showed up in the, in its present state, and and this is what we eat. You know, it's like where did that come from? A lot of some some foods just seem to be like they were designed. You know, you could say, oh, God created them. Well, well, yeah, maybe unless you're whatever God is. Unless you, know? you are intolerant to gluten. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I that seems to be something more modern. And I think that has more to do with like GMOs and farming methods and things like that than people being innately allergic to something. I mean, there's always that. There's always, we all have these weird genetic polymorphisms. And, and right. We've always had, we've had, and that's another weird thing is, um, and again, that relates back to how we were created. Our genomes are really fucked up. There's a lot of weird stuff in there and, there's a lot of room for error in, in, our, in our makeup. Like, like it's like somebody just threw us together without really perfecting it. Yeah. And there's like a lot of things. Oh shit! Shit can go wrong. There's a lot of stuff that can go wrong. There's a lot of things conditioning that can go really wrong. And it does. You know, there's all kinds of things that happen to human beings. It's that aren't of their making, and they're not of their doing. It's fantastic how we can acclimate to different environments. Mm-hmm. All yeah, for all, for all of our weaknesses, we have an, we have a lot of we have a lot of strengths. Like we're survivors. We, you know, think about think of it this way: like we're sitting here because our ancestors were strong, right? Mm -hmm. like the people that are directly responsible for us sitting here at this table having a conversation were very strong people. If they hadn't survived, we wouldn't be born. Right? We would not That's have very had, true. We'd yeah. not be here. We'd be extinct. We wouldn't, yeah. So the people, our ancestors, were very strong people. They survived very harsh, harsh environments, so that we could be here. So we're the we're the we're the product of that. And and so, but you know, again, there's a lot that can go wrong with humans, and so there's just there's a lot of room for um, upgrade. Yeah, there. Which again is, there is, I think, the point of our existence is to continually grow and to evolve into something better. That's not only like physically better, but behaves better. <laughs> yeah, something that we have a little smarter, yeah, a little bit smarter, a little bit, um, yeah, maybe with a better perspective. Yeah, as to how to live and, and to, to how to treat others. And, 
especially like, you know, as we're getting more technologically advanced, we're about to join a, you know, we're, we're moving into space, you know, we're moving off this planet. We're Elon about to Musk join is going to take us to Mars. Right. I mean, who's to say we haven't, we, we're not already out there, right? And we're joining a, a I guess, what would you call it, a galactic community? Yeah. And yeah. We need to have our shit together, you know, it's going to let us, <laughs> it's like what we're doing to each other on our planet. I mean, if there are <clears throat> intelligent species out there watching us, they'd be like, I'm not going to let you get very far unless you learn right. to grow up a little bit more. Yeah, and I think we're light years away, but eventually we're going to be a perfected species that the only cause of death is going to be age. Or just eventually, it's just age related. oxidation. We may not have a need for these biological suits that we, that we, that we exist in. There's, we could have an interface with technology at some point when we become... We're, that's so true something that doesn't erode or decay or can transfer its consciousness into into another again vessel we just need a vessel that sustains us that sustains our consciousness and so that why does it have to be a biological computer i mean essentially it is but it could be a more sophisticated one that doesn't have as many issues that doesn't have as much and you might that might that you're up to something because i mean that's true um, remember again star trek remember the borg they painted them in a bad light because that's they were like, like a kind of a, a human species that just eventually became cyborg, right? They became so our soul or our consciousness would be transferred onto it's transfer transferable into something that die. could look like this, you know, so we could walk around and do things in a space in a given space, right? But it could be also just be in a fucking laptop computer, I guess. A USB. We'll be saved in a USB. Yeah. That would be crazy. But like, like someone what dies that, and then you just like Yeah, you could store, store their consciousness their on a consciousness hard drive and then, and then upload it to something else. I mean they're working on that shit right now. Metaverse. The metaverse is, is, is a good example. It's like like again, you talk about Avatar or something like that. You could transfer your consciousness. So if you're able body. to, or a digital body, right, where you can walk around in a digital verse. But then again, that's kind of what we're in now. If you think about it, wouldn't would that that would make us immortal, pretty much? But we are immortal. Able, we are immortal. Consciousness lives on. Our bodies true. are not like that would make these bodies are just temporary. That's crazy. We are immortal. That is very true. Our souls. Now, speaking of immortality. And the metaverse, cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency, I... You had a question? I think, well... I believe cryptocurrency is going to pretty much change us because it's an anti-inflation system where only the supply can get burnt, but there can be more supply. Right. And inflation is due to more supply. Right. Like, there's more circulation of money. Mm-hmm. So or more money printed. More money. Yeah, has more no money backing in reality. Exactly. So, so that's what's well, causing. That's yeah. what's causing inflation. That that's what happened this past year with a six percent mm-hmm. right. of increase of inflation. So I was thinking. I'm not sure if crypto would be a solution for it. I guess because you look at like we're talking about fiat currency, right? Like, like the dollar yeah. and the peso and so forth and so on. But, and it used to be based on something precious like silver or gold right it was a bi yeah, standard. so whatever 
um, precious item you had, something that, that was rare, had value, and that's what you used to trade. Or you or could currency. trade services and goods, you know, you could barter. So there was this sense, you place a sense of value on something, and if it wasn't something you could do for somebody in return for something, you had to have something rare and precious that could then be considered valuable, right? And so that was how people, that's what currency was. These were, yeah. could be um, something you made too, right? Like, like artwork or whatever it was that would become more valuable because there's only so much of it and then over time it would become more valuable because there's less of it. Well, unless we transfer from <clears throat> like gold, silver, and precious metals to back... Like, well, that's the like thing is the fiat currencies thing. were based or bimetallic, so it was silver and gold. Well, yeah. But now, then, I mean, since I think it was in the early 1900s... They but then that's arguably like indirectly crypto's backed by the same thing because crypto's backed by the money by that people put true, in. True, so, but that's, that's where we're in a transitional we period. I think transition we're going to transition away from fiat. Services and contracts. And and the way crypto is designed with blockchain, the, and that, I guess these are the things that make it inherently valuable is the code, right? Yeah, the blockchain. Blockchain, and so that's, what makes that's like the silver and gold embedded into the, into the code, mm -hmm. and the way, like you say, it burns, and so that way it always checks itself, and and then maintains a sense of. I mean, if you look at most crypto, it just seems to be any more valuable as opposed to things like fiat currencies fluctuate wildly too, but they're just like we're printing more money, and there's. Only so much fucking gold and silver out there, right? Yeah, and, and it starts devaluating the dollar. Right, like, and oil is another thing we base money on, but even that's, we're running out of that. Since there was a 6% increase in the <clears throat> in inflation, that means $100 is now worth $6 less. Yeah. And so on and so on. So on and so on. And there's, so so, and there's only so much gold, silver, and, and crude oil. And these are the things that tend to, tend to give the money its value. Mm-hmm. So what's next? And then it's again, having, digital. Like having gold in the National Reserve is just a, it's just an idea to yeah. back it because Well, this is a transition again. Like, Remember like like in money money like house, Exactly. I was they going just to coated it with yellow paint. No, it was paint. tin. It was tin, right? So they melted tin, they make the gold ingots and So long as they they were happy because they thought it was, it was gold. There and, you know, it was a perception, it was perspective and perception. Like yeah. That makes you think, like, okay, well, let's fucking make more tin. For all we know, that's what's in there. We don't stick know. Stick them in the National Reserve, and boom, the dollar is worth the dollar. Again. Yeah, it's, it's like that one trillion coin they printed. Yeah. What was it called? Was it one trillion dollar coin? I don't know. But it was like a coin that was printed. That had made up. Say, it was made. Um, it had an insane value. Was it? It wasn't titanium. What the hell was it? It, was, it wasn't made. <laughs> like the product to make it wasn't worth that much, but okay. the value of it was, it was insane. The the, the idea. Of yeah, it, it was, was the it? idea of okay. it, and that yeah. helped. The fact that it was basically a piece yeah. of artwork, and there's only one of them. You like if there was one Van Gogh, how much would that be? Priceless. Van Goghs are already priceless, for, for example, right? And if there was one of them. So there you go. Essentially, anything can back the economy of a country. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically that's what it is. Like, we can make this podcast so right now, and it's so exclusive that the Treasury Department 
decides to, to store mint us, code us, and they mint us, and gold. there we go. So and we're now worth trillions of dollars. We're backing the entire economy. Okay, oh, because of ready. this podcast. Okay, that's crazy. So but, eventually, but digital currency. I think we're transitioning to that just because yeah. of the way the world's moving towards that now. Like Elon Musk brought up, well, okay, this is all good and well, but you know, the energy we use to run the servers. Well, what the fuck's that? What, what are we? We're burning oil, right? We're, and and that's still fiat currency, right? We're still mm-hmm. using oil. And exactly, we're still, that's what I was we, saying. We still so, have not transitioned. Yeah, 100%. we haven't transitioned away fully into digital currency. So. Like at some point we needed an alternative source. It's like a like a perpetual motion. We're, we're just something. We needed an energy source that is derived from services something other skills. than just services and skills. Well, something other than oil. I mean, we still need to power up the computers with something. Well, I guess we can. And so, whatever the solar. power plants are, are are generating electricity from has to be something other than oil. Yeah. Well, there's the really and the cool trucks. You know, pretty much everything. Goods and services need to be moved about. With something other than petroleum. So there's a really cool new um, crypto. It's called Impact XP, and what they what the mission of their company is to do is um, to invest to create um, like clean energy. Right. So in, so that's in their cool. white paper they there have you go. in their white paper they have um, a lot of uh, investing into solar and just. Clean energy mm-hmm. to help the planet. Yep. So that's it's so, a step it's to begin, right. where where they can start. And I think even Bitcoin like took Musk's advice to heart, and you know they're trying to become less dependent upon petroleum and things like that to run their servers. And I think you're going to see things like this happen where yeah, the clean energy if once that gets rolling and it's fully sustainable, like a sustainable energy source. Then you know, crypto then becomes currency. Like like, it, that's it. Because there's again, gold and silver. I guess that'll always be valuable, right? Well, you know, until what point? Until we stop making machines and because we're still going to still need that stuff and stuff, like especially that, and, and things like lithium and a lot of other things are becoming rare and, and valuable because all the technology pumping. requires its use. There's only so much of it. Yeah. Well, Elon so Musk will always be valuable. But I mean, tweeted as far as go ahead. Elon Musk tweeted yesterday they're going to start accepting Dot Dogecoin mm-hmm. as a form of payment. I figured Tesla. would it sooner, sooner or later, right? So it's 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 a thing now. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and buy a Tesla with yeah a billion with Bitcoin, I think, and 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 Doge Doge coins. That's insane. That's a big step onto. Yeah, it's huge. One of the major, you know, he's an industrial pioneer accepting cryptocurrency, and a lot of people are too, which is cool. I mean, Sheeb's also something they're talking about accepting in in, in various places. AMC. AMC, and possibly, apparently, it was in Musk's code too. I doubt it because. I don't know if that was a. I doubt it. Or whatever, but. I doubt, but it'd be cool. I mean, it's, why not? Sheep has a has a a good idea. Like their platforms sound, like it's something that, that could actually. It's actually something it's, that it's it's a, it's a it's not a joke. You know, there's a lot of joke coins out there, and it really coins. isn't. It's not it's a meme coin. It actually has a it purpose. Is. It has a purpose, right? And it's it's developers are trying to establish that right now. So we'll see this year. 
and they're creating their own blockchain. blockchain. So they can potentially be really cool. It might be the dog. It, it might be the year of the of the dog. The year of the dog, exactly. Is it the year of the dog? It's the it's year the of the tiger. Tiger. Totally Water tiger. In particular. We need to create Same a tiger token. <laughs> a tiger token. Yeah, somebody will. In I China. think there is one that's called Kishumo, Kishum, Kishomana, Kishomoto. Oh, called wow. Kishomoto Inu, or something like that. I'm not sure. Don't attack it's me a tiger if I'm not sure. And the little logo is a little tiger. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense. You know, it's the year of the tiger and. And it's like actually Chinese in particular right big players in the crypto market, so I'm sure you know they probably might be coming up with something. Maybe we should yeah. create our yeah. own you know. random coin. Can we? Like how do you how do you create we a need a coin? We need a developer, a coin coder, someone that can help us coin into Etherscan. But that would be insane. Like the random coin. The random, random coin. effect coin. I love it. Random the effective coin. Effective <laughs> coin. What would our mission be though? Like make millionaires. We, we can yeah, I know you can make millionaires, but millionaires are not gonna invest in it because they're gonna be like, well, I'm not gonna invest in it if someone else is gonna pump it up and take my cash. Yeah, well, what's the so, point of any currency, right? So they're like, what would our our white paper like include? Yeah, what would it be? What would it be? What would we be driving? Right, like to find Bigfoot, like bank a freaking make a. <laughs> What if Bigfoot doesn't fun, Bigfoot investigations, psychedelic investigations, interdimensional well, we can investigations. to interdimensional research. You know, we can. I think we're up to something because we can Let's contribute to, to psychedelic assisted therapies and also interdimensional research through DMT. That's it? That's Intravenous it. infusions of DMT. Just cut, a million cut, dollar cut, idea. Cut the podcast. Don't. <laughs> That's it. We're done. See you later. Bye. <laughs> All right, dickheads. <laughs> no, uh, but exactly like... That would be insane, like creating our own coin yeah, just to, to fund to products fund like that, to fund research. I think we would get swiped out by the CIA like that. No, they might be like, you know what, cool, then we don't have to pay for it. You know, it's like, because it's they, happening, these things are happening. And, I feel like they would just want to be over control. Because it is private, but government's involved a little bit, because, of course, they're out to make money, but... But also, it's like the government only has so much it can give, right? Like, the yeah, I mean, you just can't keep giving fucking money, especially to, to pet projects and pardon the expression. But like, if you know, it's something that is happening and it is happening, and there's money to be donated, nobody's they're gonna be like, good for you, that's the best I have to give, right? Yeah, but wouldn't you, wouldn't you think they want to do it just to be over like controlling of it? So they would have like the control. Well, any government just exists just as an oversight, right? Government's purpose is just to make sure everyone's playing well in the sandbox. It's the chaperone. It's just it's it's the it's the what is it the in the schoolyard? What are they the schoolyard monitors or whatever? What's, yeah, yeah, what's it called? Or the, or the what's hall the monitors? Yeah, the hall monitors. That's all the government is. Yeah, because people pretty much self-govern, like. That's what we're supposed to do, right? Whether it's state government or federal government, just to ensure that, you know, we're playing by the rules. Playing by the rules and behaving and, 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 and 
yeah, coexisting, which interestingly enough doesn't seem to be working. But <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. At least maybe it would be a lot worse than it is now if we had no government. I mean, this is another interesting point, you know, like how much government is too much and how much or how little is too little, right? Right. What's enough? This, this like, seems yeah. to be obviously, this is an argument. You know, That's what it is. You've got it's an argument. people on one side saying we need more government, people saying we need less. You know, what? what's the happy medium? I don't think we're, I think are, we, are we as a species able to self-govern and if not is it it's a consciousness thing i don't Again, think so we need to evolve our consciousness so that we don't need it have you heard of the big brother have you heard of the shopping cart theory where um so when you go shopping you use a little shopping cart mm -hmm. and then you go back to your car you put the stuff into your car you take it out a lot of people just leave their little shopping carts right there, mm -hmm. like on the sidewalk or everything, even though there is a space for you to take the shopping cart. Correct. So a lot of people don't take it there because there's no penalty if you do. You don't. If you don't take it there. There's right. not going to be a penalty. Some people do. Some people don't. Some people take it. Some people don't. Some people just yeah. leave it there. And the people that are able to grab the shopping cart, put the stuff in their car take it into their little spot where it's supposed to go, that, that kind of people can self-govern. Because even though there's no penalty, they do the right thing. Right. And there's other people that just leave it there because they're like, well, what's going to happen if I don't take it? Because there's no penalty on it. So because of those people, we need a government to penalize. However, so let's way. ask the larger question. Why would somebody not take it back? Why would you not take it back? I always take it back. Do you take it Do back? Do you always? Or are there always. some days you're like, oh, yeah, fuck, always. I am just too tired. Always. And it's more of a morality thing. Yeah. It's more of the right thing to do. Even I if you have a really bad experience in that fucking place. And you're like, I still you know do what? it. Fuck these people. I still do it. And I still tip, even if I have a really bad service. What if you have 104 fever and you're like, oh, I just, it's fucking freezing cold. I still do 104 it. fever and it's freezing. I still do it. I avoid. I mean, that's amazing. That's exceptional. Part. You are like the human being we all need to evolve into. Then. You're a god. Because <laughs> there Jesus. are times, like I mostly always do. I, I have almost always do. There are times when I'm just like, you know what? I'm just too fucking no, I in a hurry. I'm tired. I'm, like, I'm just going to leave it right here. Cause there's like and then you just, you're struggling there's, to pop it into the sidewalk. Yeah, and I'm it's just hard. frustrated. I'm you know, it's guilt. Late. For me, it's guilt. And I'm like, fuck it. You're It'll be okay here. Leaving it there? I feel guilty if I leave it there. I, I feel, I, I, I do. I, feel too, I feel a little guilty. But you know what? It doesn't mean I can't self-govern. There are just times, like, look, if you're 90 years old and you're just fucking hanging on by a thread. And <laughs> well, I don't think you can leave it there. You know, it's think. like, it's, I understand. Some people just can't. Some people won't. That is but true. some people can't. Some people won't do it ever. Just because they don't want to. And they to. could. And that's, you think, see, your point there. Where, so do you need to govern everyone or do you need some governance? And more like, and yeah. so that's the thing. Like, how much? How much is overreach? 
Because there's times when when the government just does not belong in your business. And then there's and there's different people. Like I avoid grabbing a shopping cart just so I don't have to go take it. So I just avoid. So you're in there fumbling around with groceries, and I am. I'm fumbling around <laughs> with a pack of chicken and. Yeah, because you're it's not hard. getting very much. There's yeah, because no I'm not getting much, and I just right. avoid get, grabbing the little cart. So, and I just want to avoid the hassle. That's where you of get a basket? The whole thing. No, not even, not even a basket. Wow. I just avoid it because they're easy. You just leave them inside, and they put them away. So it's more like a neutral person that would yeah. just avoid any type of self-government. But also understand too, if you leave it, I'm not saying everybody should, but it's also somebody's job to go retrieve them, and it's a job. You're taking away from now. Granted, they still have to go get them in the little lots out there. I think their job is to get them from the lots. In the lots, and, not and like you know, do they want to be running around all over the parking lot? Probably not. So yeah, I mean, it's. I don't think they get paid enough. Probably to not. To be running around. Well, nobody that works anywhere gets paid enough to do what they do. Very few anywhere. exceptions. That's true. I think again, the whole like living wage thing is like fucking really skewed. Like. It's horrible. You think about people, there's people that make a ton of money for the work that they do, right? And they're still doing And they're working, work. and then there's other people that work incredibly hard for a lot less. So, so like, like somebody that's making millions of dollars a year, are they working like 10, 15, 20, 30 times harder, 100 times harder than that person working on a construction site? Elon Musk. That's getting... 20 bucks an hour? Right. No, they're not. I mean, they clearly aren't fucking actually working that much. If not, if anything, they're working less. Yeah. They're getting paid more. So there's not an, it's not equitable or, 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 or it's it's not an equal distribution of wealth that, that we have. It's That's true. Just not. And I think it's just set up because the working class can't make too much because they have to have debt so they have to pay interest on their debt so that the incredibly wealthy can get in tax shelter and do it. Again. That's where their annuities. Again. When you invest any money, the interest that you make on that money is paid or paid from people's credit card debt, the interest they pay on debt. Yeah. That's where it comes from. But then that's why Without that say, debt, without that, there would be no, you couldn't. Get interest on an in investment, so, so it's just like where the fuck is that money coming from right. if it's not coming from somebody else? Right. That's so you got to have a middle class that's basically just above broke, which is what job means, just above broke. Yeah. And, <laughs> just above broke. And but that's why we have and that funds also that's all our tax money to funds social programs, so yeah, annuities, right. welfare. But then that's why we say work hard, work smarter, not harder. Well, yeah, I, I don't have any, I don't resent people that are fucking like doing it. It's good for them. I'd love to be one of them too. You know, maybe we will be. But Hopefully I don't think, I think the system is fucked up. I mean, we don't, doesn't need to be that way. Again, when you see that changing, right? Mm -hmm. um, why not, you know, you have something like a cryptocurrency that. Can reset, can reset, and okay. reset. Poverty. And then, and so you you don't have to have this system of the shell game that we have. You don't have to have people in debt so that there can be rich people. Well, we can all be fucking rich. Yeah. And 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 oh. you know you don't need fucking people working in a supermarket because it's going to be robots. And that's do you think all it's going to be automated. Do you think it would be? Fun? I mean, that's happening, well, and people are losing their jobs, so they got to have some. That's why Andrew Yang's Freedom Dividend was a good idea. 
to take that a step further to where we're all like like in really wealthy countries where everybody's I don't have to be fucking super rich, but just doesn't have to work necessarily and has enough resources or money or digital currency or whatever it is to buy what it is they need to survive. To yeah. sustain this and it's, biological and it turns more into a living a life and Right. And that's where I think we are evolving into that. And so this, again, where the fiat currency system is fucked up is it's basically this this system where you have to have basically people that are essentially in debt. That's crazy. For it to work. That is true. It is true. Okay. Do you guys especially with inflation, you know, especially inflation. Yes. Yeah. That's valuable. You need more, more debt so that Inflation is always gonna. People that have the money can keep the money, and again, you know, whatever. I mean, I get it. It's just the way it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't have to be that way, and I think we are transitioning away from that. You're seeing this as as a species. Yeah. Transitioning away from, you know, in a hundred years, I doubt like like, automated stuff. Yeah, automation is taking over. You won't need over. You know, say if everybody's millionaire, who the hell is going to show up and stock stock the shelves? Well, you don't. Robots. They're here. They're doing. Look at Amazon's warehouse. That's true. No, and then I, like robots. I was saying that one podcast. Around. I was talking. I was telling you about that. Um, that store, that Amazon store in yeah. New York. I think it's New York. I'm not sure. It's like you walk in and it has facial recognition, and your facial recognition links with your online wallet, like your Amazon wallet, and you walk in, you grab whatever you want. Everything is weighed out and it has sensors, so you just grab it, put it in your pocket, yeah. and you walk out, and they're they already charged it. So there's not a single soul working in that store. But at night, and you don't even have to take out a card and swipe a card anymore, right? It's just nothing. You just walk in, grab what you need, and walk out because it all has like facial recognition debited. and just debited from your wallet. That's crazy. I mean, that's where we're headed, and and so there doesn't need to be people in debt. There's like you don't have to pay an employee to be there either, so the people that own the businesses aren't shelling out as much either. Yeah, and so there's where like, like Yang's idea of a freedom dividend could come from that. Like, really wealthy corporations are not having to hire people and pay for their health insurance because a robot doesn't need that. So you could tax the, a few pennies on on a robot hour, which was a value added tax, and then distribute that amongst people so that they can so they don't starve to death. So everybody at least has can live you know I just want to add one last thing before we leave for the day this is where we have to evolve this is where we develop those skills to evolve and become smarter so we can service these machines code these programs and not have to worry about a robot taking our job because at the end of the day the robot still needs Need service, service, but robots can service robots. Eventually. But there, there has to be there one. Has to be there has to be touch. Well, eventually we'll transfer our consciousness into the robots, so we'll be the robots too. Oh, and God, we won't need so to eat. True. So I mean, it's just like the whole thing of poverty and and, and, and disease that, just goes the fuck away. The That's where we well, human apocalypse. But our ends. consciousness does live on forever in eternity. Here, somewhere, here, there, and everywhere, as the Beatles said. Wait, if that's what they meant, but that's what I mean. So again, it will just we can eradicate. We'll eventually eradicate poverty and disease by simply not having to live in a human body anymore. 
Yeah, true. All peptides inside and all that good stuff and anti-aging research. That's a that's a topic that's a whole for the next, next time peptides and anti-aging research. Yeah. Okay, guys. So it's that's an hour. Um, don't forget to subscribe, follow, comment. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Got it. Bye. Adios.